Welcome back to the Elevate Podcast. I am your host, Brennan Jackson, with the one and only Devin Richardson. And for all you fans out there watching the video, you're probably like, huh, this is not your guys' typical living room. Well, you'd be correct. We are actually at the NBA Summer League in sunny Las Vegas, and it's been an absolute blessing thus far. Uh, we want to give a couple quick shout-outs to all those people who made it possible. So, Devin, why don't you take it away? Shout-out to Albert Hall, Ryan Gentry, Max Miller, and the entire staff. We would like to also shout-out Nick Gardner, Hall Pass Media, and, of course, Summer League for having us out here and giving us the opportunity to just – present this podcast to you and just it's been such a blessing to be here man it's been absolutely amazing we hope you enjoy these few episodes that we get to do out here and as always god bless god bless this episode of the elevate podcast is sponsored by clean energy clean energy is a clean label certified organic smoothie in a single serve packet that changes the paradigm for on-the-go sports nutrition many energy bars drinks and gels contain added sugars and lab created ingredients which your body may treat as toxins which may be detrimental to long-term health Clean energy contains only organic fruits and vegetables. The result is a more bioavailable energy in the short term and more healthy energy in the long term. Clean energy is shelf-stable for months and durable and portable. Clean energy is healthy energy for the long run of life. Being a Division I collegiate athlete is important to fuel our bodies with the best possible energy. So what could be possibly better than clean energy? Their Instagram will be linked in the description of this episode, and please check them out. Clean energy, this episode's sponsor. What's going on, Elevate? This is your boy, Devin Richardson, and co-host. The one and only. Both co-hosts. Brennan Jackson. Is nice that weird? You did. Yeah. Um, so this is our second half, you know. We're at the, at the Summer League, and I said second half because it's basketball, you know. I'm trying to put that two and two together. But this is our second one, man. Yeah. Second one. Let's second one here in Las Vegas. Really excited for, uh, you know, these episodes that are coming out over here, it's been an amazing time in this amazing state-of-the-art studio they got going for us. So yep. we're excited for this one. Should be another good episode. It's been a great opportunity. So I guess we're going to get right started on the verse of the day. So today we have Jeremiah 29, 11 through 12. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and hope. Then you will call upon me and come and pray and come and pray to me, and I will hear you. I just love that verse so much, man, because it, it kind of goes hand-in-hand with the, the last verse we talked about, just talking about how God just orders our steps and he just directs us. And I always think of the analogy like with a chess player, you know, like where the the pieces on the board and God ultimately has that the, that perspective from a high, and he can really just see the entire board, and we're – as pawns or like just any piece, like we can only see so much of the board, we can only make mm-hmm. certain moves. But God, being the the uh, the master of our lives, like He can put us in the put us in the best situation to win the game, win life, and just just be our best selves. Yeah, I I've, there's so many times in life where I've just kind of been, I don't know, just really confused on where I was at, and then something happens on or happens, and I'm like, okay, that makes a lot more sense why I was there, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think it's the same thing with um, for my injury, right? Because with COVID, we were given like six years, and with like Richard and a COVID year, we are given six years of college football, right? Yep. And so anybody hears that, and you're like, why are you in college for six years? <laughs> like, what, you can't graduate? No, I did. Okay. The old I'm, head jokes. Yeah, yeah. No, the <laughs> amount of old head jokes I get, right? I got, I'm getting my MBA. I got my education. Um, but then again, you think about it, it's like, why was that going on during this period? Why was I hurt this many times? Why did I not succeed on the field early on? Well, six years in, I meet you, right? Yep. This comes to fruition because 
God put me in that place to where, okay, now you're going to be your six years. Devin's going to come in from Texas. You guys are going to bond over, over your faith, and now mm-hmm. you're going to make this happen, right? It's crazy. And so it's under, you may not know why you're in a certain position. It's kind of like, like, for example, if you're, um, if you're in a mountain, right, and you're, you're walking on the trail, you don't necessarily see the view yet, right? There's trees blocking it. You don't know necessarily where you are yet. Come on, but preacher. once you get to that mountaintop, right, you see everything with such a clear, such clear vision. You see, okay, this is why I was there. This is why I took this turn. I didn't see this lake there. I didn't see this trap here. But when you get up there and you realize that you're like thankful because, okay, yeah. I, the, I went through all this. I took all these turns, all these steps to get to this spot, yeah. right? And it's funny because you realize he's always been up here. Yeah. He's seen the, he's looking down there. He's like, he knows exactly where I was going, where I'm like, oh, you know, why, why don't I go left? Knowing you'd fall into a trap right yeah. there. You'd, you'd go into a river over here. It's like he just, he sees it the entire time. He sees it so perfectly, so vividly. And we don't yet. But once we get to that place we need to be, you see it, and you're just so thankful of the journey you took. Yeah, and it's perfect because, like, a lot of times in life, like, when we get those no's, we think it's, like, a hard no. Like, the no's are for a purpose. It's like, like you said, there could be a trap or, like, there can just be, uh, this could be, like, a road that we're taking that isn't necessarily the best for us, and that no can be the one to save us and just mm-hmm. put us right back on the right track. No, absolutely. And that, that's just, that's how life is, right? There's so many times where we, we think this is the right path for us to go on, and as humans, we're, we're, we're very, we, th- we think we know everything. Mm-hmm. Right? We can all be honest. We, we all think we know everything, and we think we know the best path, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes that resounding no, that, that stern no, right, in the moment, it's like, ah, like, I don't know. Like, I, I really feel like this is for me. That stern no can, and can be the deciding factor on if you reach where you're supposed to reach or not. Mm-hmm. And if you just listen to it, right? Mm-hmm. I, kn- I know we talk a lot about, like, oh, don't take no for an answer. That depends on what situation you're talking about, right? Yeah. If you're talking about what, what the Lord says, and you know it, you know in your heart when it's what the Lord's telling you to do, you know, taking that no and being, and being firm with it and going down the path that you may not have realized for yourself, that can oftentimes bring the most success, most clarity, and most joy, mm-hmm. right? And I think that that's what this journey's been. I didn't, I didn't plan on being in college for six years. I never planned on having a podcast. Yep. But now we do, and I, I'm really enjoying it, right? So it just understand that this is, may not be where I thought I'd be six years from now. I thought, oh, I'd be in the NFL. I'd have a nice, fancy car, yada, 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 right? But this, I find more joy at this. This is, for me, this fills my cup more, right? And yeah. that's what the Lord tries to do is he tries to, fills our cup, he tries to fill our cup because he cares about us. He loves us, mm-hmm. right? And he knows what's best for us. And I think he uses that a lot of times, those no's to surround us with the people that we need. Like, for me, a constant prayer at night is for the Lord to just surround me with the people that he has for me and take out the people that's not for me mm-hmm. so that I'm – I'm just being around like-minded people and people that has one of my best interests and two, I'm able to to be a light in somebody else's life. Because, like, for me, I know I always had a, a issue of, like, always thinking I'm the one to try and fix everybody. But yeah. that's not what we're all called to do, you know? Like, and I'm starting to understand that there's certain people that God has called me to to be able to pour out into them and, and knowing when, okay, that's God's task, and I'm going to leave that to him, and I'm not going to pour all my all out into that. Because if you're honestly always pouring into, not necessarily the wrong people, but people that you weren't called to pour into, your cup is going to empty a lot faster than what it yeah, should have. absolutely. So. Yeah, no, and, and that's, that's really, that's life. But I love how you touched on being a light in other people's lives, mm-hmm. right? And I think when you surround yourself with people 
who want the best for you and, and who are also in the, and have the same mentality as you, right? It helps you through those dark times, right? And that, that leads us right into our first topic, which is keeping positive perspectives when you don't see the fruits of your labor. Yep. This, this happens constantly, all right? We all believe that we put in enough work to reach this level of success. And when that doesn't happen, it's so easy for us to fall in a pit of despair, right? But that's what having the right people around you are for. Because me and you, right, there's been times after practice, I've been down on myself. I've been like, man, I had the worst day, right? I didn't do this. I didn't succeed here. And I'm like, why am I doing all this extra work? Why am I working out for an extra hour every day? Why am I watching film if I'm not even going to be successful, mm -hmm. right? And that's when I lean on to you. That's why I lean on to my coaches. That's why I lean on to my friends, right? The ones who know me and know why I care so much, yeah. right? They bring you out and they tell you to be positive. Like, I can't tell how many times we've sat on our couch and I've been like, Devin, like, this is... Like, I feel like I should be here. And you've told me, like, listen, just settle down, mm -hmm. right? It's, it's, it's okay, you know? This, this right here, this hardship you're going through, this is going to make you better in the season. This is gonna, you're going to understand how to deal with this during the season, yeah. right? Don't be so down on yourself. And this is with any walk of life. It could be, like, a perfect prime example is this, right? We're all college students, or we all were at once. There's a test coming up. You study for two, three, four hours, right? You are grinding. All you care about is this test. You go and you absolutely blow it. You just, you get a 50%, 60%. And you're just so confused. You're like, why? I put in all this extra work, right? Mm -hmm. I, I focused my, my heart on it. I, I, I was working so hard, right? And you fail. And that's life. Yeah. There is no guarantee for success in life. You could put in as much work as you want. There is no guarantee you'll ever get anywhere. But that's the beauty of it. It's because if you keep that passion, you keep going, Without, you keep running towards a goal that's not defined. You keep running toward a finish line. You don't know where it is. And you can find joy in that journey. That'll make it so you don't fall into despair. That's, why you, that's how you keep a positive, like positive mindset is that you realize that you're not doing it for the success later on. You're doing it because you want to push yourself. And knowing that if you run towards a finish line that's not defined, then you'll find a lot more joy after the fact with all that progress you made. Even if it's not where you thought you were going to end up. Yeah, it always remind me. It always reminds me of like the rather now than later. Like with some of the experiences I've went through, it's like I was happy that I went through it now, which was in the past, than later. So like I can learn from it when it comes to being on a big stage. And I think that's a positive of knowing that you're in the dark and like like a plant with a seed. Like you're in the soil and you're growing and you're working, and knowing that this adversity hit me now to where I can learn from it, where I'm not on that big stage, to where when I do get to that big stage, I'm killing it. I'm mm -hmm. doing it. And, like, reverting back to what you were talking about earlier, it's like I think the fact that we have such a, a deep connection, a deep bond, is like the fact that I know your core beliefs and you know my core beliefs and I know who you are, what you stand for, and vice versa, it allows me and you to really pour into each other's life and understand, okay, this is where your mindset is at right now, and this is where I know who you are truly. So it's like understanding Brennan Jackson, understanding, okay, this is where Brennan Jackson is at right now. Let's see how we can get Brennan back to his his normal elevated mindset to where he's just on go, on point. And, and the thing is, too, it's understanding that you're not always going to be your 100% self. There's, mm -hmm. it's, it's normal as a human to be down sometimes. It's not, it's not normal to be, oh, I'm super happy, right? I didn't reach this goal. That's so normal. Like, understanding that's a normal mindset to have or a normal feeling to have. 
Like, that's so crucial because not everyone's always going to be super positive, right? Yeah. But like you said, it's like when you have somebody who knows your core beliefs and you know theirs and you really have a deep bond there, they're able to help you see, like, see what you can't see, right? That's a third mm -hmm. perspective, right? And in, in yeah. I guess I'll use a gaming term, right? You see in first person and third person, right? We, as people, see in first person. So you only really see what you see ahead of you or you only see what your eyes allow you to. Sometimes having a third person, having that person watch your life not through your own eyes can give you the most helpful criticisms or helpful advice, right? And But that, that's the thing. You have to know who you're getting that advice from. Yep. I, I love how people nowadays, right, it, it, there's two different sides of this, this spectrum, right? There's the people who have this ginormous friend group of 150 friends. They know everyone. They have a million followers on Instagram who they don't know any of them, right? And you have the people who have their small circles. You have two, three, four people that you really are close with. And knowing that I'm, I lean more towards this four people that I, I know and trust, I get a lot more out of the advice they give me than the people who only know me because of football or because I've met them in class one time. Yeah. Right? So going back to that, keeping that positive perspective, if you have a trusted group of people that you, that you know their values and you confide in them rather than this this. this mass of people who don't really know you, who don't really care too much, that's going to help you keep that positive perspective because they're going to guide you in the right ways yeah. through Christ, through prayer, through, through fellowship, right? Man. But then you got people over here, it's like, oh, go out, go drink, go do all this stuff. Numb the pain. Numbing the pain doesn't actually get rid of the problem, right? Like numbing the pain does nothing, right? It's just, it's kind of like taking a, a, like an ibuprofen for a little bit and you, you don't feel the pain, Right. But the pain's still there. The, the root cause of it is still there. Whereas this group of people are going to tell you to look inward, right? Be one with your thoughts. Talk to them. Like, get everything out, mm -hmm. right? We, we talked about it last time about mental health. It's the same thing here with this positive perspective, right? We know these people know how hard you're working. They have no idea what you're working towards. Yep. They, just, they just, okay, you're upset. Let's go out to the bars, right? No, that's not going to help. That's a generic answer. That's a generic thing. That's not going to get you where you want to go. Now, here, I talk to you in the, in the living room where there's a genuine conversation, genuine connection. Mm -hmm. I say, Devin, I'm, I'm frustrated. I'm not happy where I'm at. I'm working hard, and I feel like it's not going to get there. You're going to tell me, how hard are you working? Be honest with yourself. What are you not doing? Did you work out yesterday? Oh, no, I was tired. Okay, right? Is that something you've done in the past to reach success? Yes. That's an honest conversation. That's getting to the root of the issue. Here, numbing the, numbing the pain is not getting to the root of it. It's not going to make anything better. It's literally, like, it's literally accountability. Not only spiritual accountability, brotherhood accountability, just accountability in general. And like the people who are close to me know that in my past, I used to always deal with perfectionism. And that's a common thing being like a student athlete. Like you want to be perfect. Like if you're not being perfect, like you don't have a perfect rep, oh, man, like. It would be instances like I had to break this terrible habit when I would be playing football. If the ref's not perfect, like, like I'll be going, going, going. like, dang, I messed up, and I got to go again. It's like, nah, bro, go all the way through and just make the most of, like, the rep for what it is. It's like there's only one person who was ever perfect, mm -hmm. and that's Jesus Christ. Amen. And once I realized I'm never going to meet the, the level of perfection, but I could still chase it and try to get like that. That's ultimately what we are as believers, man. We're not going to be perfect, but we're striving to be perfect because we're trying to be God's and, and Jesus' image. You yeah. know? And like you said, being a student athlete, right, perfectionism, like wanting to always have a perfect rep, it's, I think that's what makes us athletes is being upset when we aren't perfect. And that's what gets us in these, like, these roots of despair and these mm -hmm. roots of where we're really down on ourselves, right? But 
everyone goes through that, mm -hmm. right? That's such a common thing as an athlete. And so finding those people and talking about it. And I think one of the people I want to shout out, one of the people I talk to all the time on our team is KT. When I'm having a bad, like, bad practice, I go to him. I'm like, hey, man, like, you know, like, I just, I just feel like I'm not really getting there. And he, he always uplifts me, always finds a way. He, I don't think he knows it. He always uplifts me. Right? And those are people you want to be around, man. That's, the people that's, like, that's lucky, like, unk. Yeah, like, unk. Yeah, like that man's a technician, and he's always like, oh, man, you get the next one. Come on. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not, it doesn't have to be this, like, oh, you know, um, it's not, I, I don't want to say it's like gassing you up, right? But it's like he genuinely gives you compliments or genuinely tells you to look, hey, like, this may have been a bad rep, but look at the five reps you did before, man. Reality check. Yeah, it's a reality check. Like, don't understand that when you don't see the fruits of your labor, it doesn't have to be something like, like, oh, a sack in a game, right? It could be something as simple as you install a, a coverage or you install a, a blitz and you do it five times perfect in practice. That's success right there. Yeah. It is not easy. It's that playbook not. is expansive. There are so many concepts in there. But if you get that right five times, four times, even once in practice, hey, that's, that's success, right? Yeah. And you should be positive about that and not, not think that, oh, I have to do it in the game to be – to, to feel that, that okay, I did that accomplishment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and there's so much growth behind once you realize that you won't be perfect, bro, because think about it. Like, when you get frustrated in life, like, we talked about journeys and, like, God leading our steps. Like, what do we want? The perfect story, perfect house, perfect family, perfect this, perfect that. It's not going to be perfect. The moment you realize that and – really look at the hand and the cards you were dealt with and start playing a semi-perfect move or this best option. Like, it's not going to be perfect. It's going to be dang sure good, though. Mm -hmm. And that dang sure good is going to start stacking, stacking, stacking. And look, it's going to bring about success, bro. Absolutely. And I think just talking about success, too, our next topic, which is might be a hot take, but I – okay, so – we were talking about this before the episode, and it's, it's funny because, like, luck, right? You hear all about luck, okay? Like, oh, I got lucky, or oh, like, I'm going to go ahead and say flat out, here at the Elevate Podcast, we do not believe in a thing luck. called luck. We don't, I, don't, I don't believe in that whole concept, right? It's just, mm, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go, go and speak on it. I ain't even got to speak on it. I I'm pretty sure I got a, a, a shirt. It's like, you call it luck, I call it blessed. Yeah, <laughs> it's that, like, like Everything happens for a reason, and there's no, there's just, there's no luck, bro. It's like, oh, I found $5 on the ground. There's luck. No, you needed that $5, player. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think, I think one of the best um, examples of this, and I, again, quote me if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure it comes from Jake Gyllenhaal in the movie Nightcrawler, I want to say. I could be wrong, um, but I know Jake Gyllenhaal said it. Um, someone talks about lottery, right, which everyone would think is like the epitome of luck. You win the lottery, one in whatever million chances, right? Mm -hmm. But he says, and I know it's Jake Gyllenhaal, don't know the movie, but he says that, okay, right, you think I win the, me winning the lottery is luck, right? You have to make enough money to buy a ticket, right? Think about that. Me winning the lottery, which is a million people play the lottery, but you ha that that quote, you have to make the money to buy a ticket, I think encapsulates why luck is not real, right? People have to work hard, extremely, extremely hard to get by in life, right? There's mm -hmm. things that you have to do to make it, okay? And so when, 
when you would when you would say well, luck would come, would, luck would occur, right? May that be that might be an amazing business opportunity, or that may be out of nowhere meeting somebody in the in the restroom that, that helps elevate your 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 entrepreneur journey, right? Mm -hmm. Or even something like in football, right? This this right here, just having this opportunity may be considered luck, right? But think about all the work behind the scenes that sets you up for that opportunity, yep. right? That put. I think what luck is is the meeting point of hard work and opportunity. It is. Right, because you have to. Yeah, see that. In the, hey, luck really is the is the meeting point of hard work and opportunity. Because yeah. a lot of people who don't understand the hard work that went behind the scenes sees the opportunity and they only see it as luck. That's they don't see the other side of the they, exactly. They don't see the other side of the pyramid that that it makes. But when you're the person that receives that that you say luck, no, you you think okay. Um, for example, right? You, let's let's go to a soccer example. Oh, this right? man loves soccer. I do love soccer. I did not know this man. I do love, love soccer. soccer. Um, think about this, right? In a soccer game, it's a it's a ninety minutes of constant motion, right? You're constantly moving around, making plays, making runs, whatnot, right? At the end of the game, 90, 90 minutes in, right? Extra time, zero zero. The entire game, you've been running around. Everything just kind of been been going on. You get you get into the final third of that game, and all of a sudden, the ball flies off the uh, off the keeper's hands, and you're standing right there, and you hit a shot, and it goes in the back of the net. Everyone's thinking, oh, my gosh, how is he in that position? How is he so lucky? Look at the 90 minutes of the game. What was he doing? He was faking out the opponents, right? He was analyzing where the defense was going to be. He was looking at where the keeper was actually pushing the ball when he didn't catch it. And all of a sudden, that ball lands right where he was at, and he shoots it. But guess what? Like, all the fans that watch the entirety of that game understand that. Like, we have a society nowadays where, like, we live in a highlight society. Like, people hop on Instagram. They see the score like, oh, that was look. They just barely won. Yeah. They ain't watch the game. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, 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 people just want to be so quick to just put everything on luck. Like, oh, he was so lucky he made that shot or he's so lucky he did this. Like, you, you're not there with that person. You're not there in the gym watching him shoot three-pointers all day. Like, even, for example, um, one of the one of the best instances of people call it luck is Ray Allen's shot in the finals back in like 2012, right? Mm -hmm. That somehow that ball gets bounced out, it gets pushed out to Ray Allen. He jumps up, shoots a shot, he makes it, right? All in the span of like three or four seconds, right? Oh, that's, that's the luckiest shot he made. Ray Allen is okay. Like Jesus Shuttlesworth is an amazing shooter. Okay, Let, let's put that out. Like he's a, like all time great three point shooter, but also like. You gotta look at the hustle, mm -hmm. right? Like that—that that is a whole game of that, like going hard and actually like pushing yourself and being and all the hard work that goes into that. With Even belief and faith that he's gonna hit that shot when it's, it's his time to do it. Yeah, and I think, like I said, luck goes and goes down so many different avenues, and I just think it, you're kind of selling yourself short if you think that where you are in life is because of luck. Yeah, no, right. Doesn't Even, happen like that. Yeah, like I think just my life, for example, where I'm at right now, I don't say anything is luck. Like, I know all the work that I, I put into getting to these positions, right? And the same thing with you, D-Rich. Like, it's not I, – I feel like luck is selling yourself short a lot of the times. It's not giving yourself the props for all the work you put in. And when that opportunity came and you executed, that, that's just what it is. Yep. It's execution. It's a blessing because, yeah, the opportunity happened to hit, but you were ready for that opportunity when it happened. Like, it literally – so I'm going to give you this story. So I was back at UT, and we I was standing in the dorms. We have this car where you can just – you can just get money for the um, on school, the food, food spots being on campus. So for some reason, I wanted some Chick-fil-A. I was hungry, bro. I ended up getting two meals. And, like, 
when I was, I went back to my truck. I started eating some fries and whatnot. Like, I had two meals. Like, dang, it's low-key a lot of food. I probably should have just got one. And then my homeboy was across the street, and he was crossing. Didn't know it was my truck. Crossed in front of my truck and started walking on the, walking on the curb. And I let my window down. I'm like, hey, bro, you want some food? He was like, yeah, I'll taste some food. Gave him the other meal, bro. And, like, just God putting me in that position to one, I was greedy, and I ended up getting two meals. But he put me in a position where I could execute and be able to bless somebody else. And, like, I had the opportunity to either not say anything, just let them keep going and take my two meals and be overly full, or I can – just take what he's given me and, uh, and and bless somebody else. Mm. So I just think there's no luck in that. I think the fact that I got back in my truck and him crossing the street at that time was just ordained. And I think it's I like I don't call it luck, bro. I just call it ordained and just favor, bro. Because God will literally put favor on your life. And sometimes it might not seem fair, but when you put in that work and you just glorify him in everything you do, he will put you in positions to where you're able to maximize and just indulge in those blessings that he's given you. Yeah, ma- maximization. I love how you said that because that's realistically a lot of people are going to have opportunities, but they may not maximize those, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think just being prepared for what's not what you don't see is so important in maximizing your potential because it could be something as where, um, you know, like in a game, right, there, it's third down. I just love going football. It's so easy because that's what we play. On, but like I said, it's, think about this, right? In, in a third down, um, you've been putting in a blitz all week, right? And you didn't take the time to really understand that blitz, understand your path, and I, like all the different things you could see, all the different keys. And in the game, you go and you don't make that play, right? And the other team scores a touchdown and they win the game, right? That was an opportunity, right? Like that's an opportunity. You just didn't. You didn't put in the hard work or you didn't maximize the opportunity that was given to you. Because whether or not you, you make the most of it or not, that opportunity came and passed. Correct? Now then, look on the flip side, right? You work super duper hard. You may be a second string guy, right? And you're working. You're learning the playbook, right? All of a sudden, that first stringer gets hurt and you come in and you make plays because you are prepared. That's maximizing an opportunity. And that's not luck, right? That, there's no luck in that that person got hurt. That's the last thing but luck. Yeah. Right? There's no luck in a teammate getting hurt and you being ready to play. No, but that's an opportunity that came out of nowhere. But since you had the hard work and you had the wherewithal to keep going, whether, whether or not you saw the end of the tunnel, you were able to maximize it. Yeah. Right? And, that, and that, that's what a lot of these stories are, is people just maximizing their potential because they put the hard work in. So where opportunity came, they're ready to make the most of it. Yeah. Right? And then the same thing with this right here, this, this, this little setup. Um, we have going on. We could have easily came here, had nothing prepared, right, and just been like, oh, we'll just wing it, right? This is an amazing opportunity. Why in the world would we not take it serious, right? <laughs> That's what life is. You never know when this can happen. Yeah. But why would you not give it your fullest, like, just keep going. Be ready for that opportunity because it's going to happen. Stay right? ready so you ain't got to get ready, man. Exactly. Exactly. But we'd love to hear from you guys in the comments what you think of luck. And just to be funny, what are your luckiest moments? Even though we don't believe in it, what are they? Say, like, you know, like, I'm okay with hearing it, and I'll tell you why it's probably not, but (laughs) (laughs) we'll hear what your luckiest moments are. Um, And I just think, like I said, I I heard a story the other day about um, this lottery winner. Uh, He ended up winning the lottery, which, again, awesome story, right? Still had to make the money to buy a ticket. There you go, Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, But he said that when he got that money, he 
Artie beforehand was taking financial literacy classes. He was not making money. <laughs> like, let, let, he was not making millions of dollars, right? But he, before that even happened, he was taking financial literacy classes. He, like, made it a point to always be really proactive with his finances and his savings. So when he got the lottery, I'm not kidding, he made that money last his almost his entire life. I mean, I was prepared. He was prepared for a situation you can never be prepared for because you never know when you're going to win the lottery, right? But the fact that he, he, like I said, he prepared for a situation that he never knew would ever happen, right? That's just maximizing an opportunity, right? He was he was blessed with with financial freedom, but to maintain financial freedom, you have to know how to handle your your funds, right? And that that's what life is. It's with football, with business. Opportunities are going to come out of places you never expect. Heck, coming out of the bathroom. You might meet someone really, you might meet Bill Gates coming out of the bathroom. Who knows? But hey, if you're prepared and you have a great business plan ready to go, or you have your business card, something as simple as having a business card, that's maximizing an opportunity. I think that's the perfect segue into the next topic, talking about taking the next step. Mm. Taking the next step. Like, for example, like just us being at the house in the kitchen talking about talking about similar topics like oh we should start a podcast like if we kept it at we should start a podcast and actually never moving forward on that and taking that step would we be here bro would we be at the summer league right now because the summer league was going to happen regardless if we were here or not with or without us (laughs) the summer league (laughs) is an event that was going to happen with or without the elevate podcast but you're right, like taking that next step and not being afraid of failure. Yes, bro. Right? And just working hard and really, you know, having a vision and, and, and chasing that vision. Right? And, and, like, that's what's so important about what we're trying to do is that we, we've, we've talked about what our goals are for this podcast. We've been very transparent with each other. That it's, it's not about money. It's not about sponsorships. It's, like, realistically, like, we talked about it one day. The greatest thing about this podcast would be if somebody reaches out to us and said, you helped me get through a hard time, or you taught me something, or you just made me smile today. That is, that is by far the greatest return on this, yep. right? Is because all we, we want to give people knowledge. You want to give people our, our, like, just our experiences, and hopefully it helps someone, it elevates somebody else. That's why the reason they call it Elevate Podcast. We could easily name it D. Rich and Brendan Jackson talk about sports right (laughs) like something generic like that but no like the whole point of this is to make other people realize their own potential and hopefully get them through a hard time elevate them from a low place to a higher place and you know it it could be just hearing from us just talk about our day it could be hearing a a verse that you could really really connect with um but it, it doesn't matter what avenue it is as long as we're helping other people this i don't care where this goes we could have one listener if that listener is is just really get something out of this and that's all we care about that's all it's about man that is all it's about like that's even the example of like working in the dark like we would still be filming all of this whether we got invite here whether we had one listener two listeners bro that one matters man that one matters Mm -hmm. and it shouldn't and that thing is it it, whatever success you get that shouldn't change you from the reason why you did it at all right it just like I don't think Patrick Mahone, Mahomes plays football because he makes $500 million. No. He plays football because he loves football. No matter yeah. what amount of success you get in whatever field you're in, that should never change the core reason why you started in the first place. You have mm-hmm. a passion for it, yeah. and that's why you're doing it. right? You should, never, you should never chase something in life. Nothing's ever worth chasing if you're just doing it for the monetary gain or the, the fame that comes with it. Because right? then you're going to live a very – you're not going to live very you – know, you're not going to get a lot out of it. You're not going to get a lot of satisfaction, maybe in the moment – the momentary satisfaction of having a lot of money, a big house, big cars. No, but 
think about how much more satisfaction you'll get if you reach the goal by doing it your way that you saw, you envisioned for yourself. And yeah. like, this is the reason why I started out. And I keep true to myself no matter what happens. Yeah, and just doing it, bro. Like, I've been in such a mindset right now, just doing it. Like, when I have a task on my mind that I want to do, whether it's like fold the clothes, and Lord knows, boy, when I fold my clothes, I want to take it and just throw it on a bed or put it back in a bin and just pick from it throughout the week. But it's like, just do it right now. Take that next step. And that comes with, uh, like you said, talking about finances, that comes with football. Like, just do it and take that next step so that you can be prepared for the blessing that God has in store. Because you know, like, we serve a God that's going to put us in that position. Like, and he's going to shove that blessing to us whether we're ready or not. And it's up to us to be a good steward of time and, and really understand where we're at and be ready for that blessing because we're either going to take that blessing and elevate it and stack it or we're going to take that blessing and we're going to fumble it. It's like it reminds me of a story where God gave it was uh, one blessing. I'm pretty sure it was, it was either two or three and then they gave five blessings to um, to these three men. And when they had went off, the five multiplied his got another five. The two or three multiplied his got another two or three. And the one he took his one. He was scared of losing it, and he went and dug it, and dug it up, or dug a hole for it and tucked it away so he wouldn't lose it. And then when he came back. He was he was saying, uh, "Well done, my faithful servant." To the two that multiplied theirs, and then he was frustrated and not very pleased with the one that tucked away, uh, tucked the one, and put it away. It's like whether you have one, whether you have five, you should always be taking what God has given you and trying to multiply it and take the gifts, whether little or big or small, and and really maximizing it and just making the most of what he's given you. Yeah, and I think another thing, too, you're talking about the maximizing the, the blessings you get. I think Albert's an amazing example of that, Mr. Hall, because he has a blessing for what he has and what he's built, but he's trying to bless other people at the same. He's trying to give opportunities to other people, yep. you know, like, He's not just taking all this for himself and just like, okay, that's it. Like, I got it. I got my thing going on. I'm successful. No, like, he reached out and is like, these people, I see what they're doing. They're, they're, what they're trying to do is similar to what I'm trying to do. Let me help them. Yeah. Let me give them the platform they need or they, they desire, right? Because that's how you make these blessings multiply, mm-hmm. right? Because now with us, right, let's say 10 years from now we have, you know, a show like this and we're able to bring on guests, right? Man. That, that could be sparking something in that person's life. That can be sparking a new, a new passion or just giving them motivation to keep going. So that would be such a blessing. Just, just, just think about it. Being in the future, bro, and just seeing young Brennan and D-Rich and just, hey, man, come, come shoot your podcast at the studio, bro. That's just, just taking that blessing and, and just spreading it down the chain tenfold, bro. That's, that's amazing. That's what it's all about. But... That's uh, that's another great episode here at Las yeah, Vegas. Man. Another good 30 minutes for you guys. We hope you guys enjoyed it. We really appreciate all those people behind the scenes making it happen. And uh, we hope you guys tuned in and liked this one. In the comments, please let us know, like I said, all your luckiest things you've gotten. And then also <laughs> anything you guys learned or any questions you have for us. And also in the comments, you know, tell us what your favorite summer league game was if you watched it. Yep. Tell us what your favorite game was you're looking forward to most this season. And we'll go ahead and respond to you guys in the comments. But thank you so much for your time. We appreciate you. And stay blessed. <laughs>